Blog Talk Radio. Boxes, 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 boxes. You're tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast midweek show coming at you in full effect like we do each and every Wednesday. Oh, but today's Thursday. So when I say each and every Wednesday, I mean sometimes we do it Thursdays, sometimes we don't do it, but most of the time we're coming to you on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock. Today is Thursday, uh, what is this, April 6th, April 18th, you know, it's a very special time right now for me. Very special time in Houston, Texas. You know, we're going to take it to those guys on the other side. This ain't really a special time for they're getting They're getting ready for football and for all that. They're not able to enjoy this time of year, one of my favorite times of the year, and that's the NBA playoffs. So, you know, the Rockets gave Utah Jazz that work last night. Um James Harden, 30-point triple-double, <laughs> MVP. If, if, if Gaines wins it, it's bullshit. He ain't even close. Gaines ain't even really a top-five player in the league. So we had to take yesterday off because um, if you haven't known, um, I'm probably hitting 90% of the Rockets' playoff games when I can so, of course, last night I had to go. So, we had to push the show back today. With that said, we had RC isn't going to be able to join us today. He did give us the heads up. It wasn't a no-call, no-show. Now, he still probably would have get, got written up because he didn't, you know, he could have gave us 10-hour notice. He knew in the morning that he wasn't going to make it. But, hey, wasn't a no-call, no-show. So, we're going to let it slide this time. So, we don't have RC, man. But we do have my man, J.P., um, but before before I bring JP in, just let me introduce this show. We have a have a couple of good fight cards. Well, I say good fight cards. We got some fights going on. A lot of showcases. This is another showcase weekend. But we got we got some good showcases. I think we've got we've got two of my favorite fighters in the boxing game: Terrence uh, Crawford versus Amir Khan for. Terrence Crawford's WBO welterweight title on ESPN. We've got Danny Garcia versus Adrian Granados um, for just the welterweight fight. As we know, Danny Garcia has no belt. Uh, we're going to be talking about Big Baby Miller, Jarrell Big Baby Miller getting popped for some kind of uh, – substance that's crazy that they say they it was so bad that they had they're telling boys do not take this not even not because you're not just because it's cheating because it's giving 
rats cancer just like off the bat. Triple G finally has an opponent. Floyd pulls another stunt, aka Floyd the Puppet Master. And the most important thing, I'm I think I understand why RC didn't make it because we were gonna have to talk about what Clarissa Shields gets you in the ring. And we know that Clarissa Shields would probably sleep RC. So of course he didn't want to make it and get clowned today. But nonetheless, we got a lot to talk about. So let me take it to the West Coast, to where conspiracies seem to never die. Nipsey Hussle's killed now. More conspiracies are coming out. Hopefully we'll be able to talk about this on his show, the Relatively Fat and Black podcast that's coming on Block Talk Radio. Coming on here and there. Just keep it. Subscribe to that shit. You'll get the notifications on when it's coming on. Always good shows. But let's take it to Inglewood, California, to my man, Heavy Handed Jay. JP, what's popping tonight, man? Oh man, laying back. Just gonna watch some of these NBA, some of this NBA playoffs, man. Uh, kind of NBA. You got what OPPT? <clears throat> other people's playoff teams. Nah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I've always been a fan of players, and uh, like you know for sure, you know who I've been been touting all NBA season. You know it. I've said it on my podcast, James Harden is filthy, filthy, filthy. And like I say, with the addition of that YouTube channel that I've been sharing with people, you're really able to take in the excellence of James Harden, homie. Like, there's no one who's ever done it like this. You know, people scored like Kobe scored. Um, people scored like, you know, Iverson scored, you know, people can, but how James Harden is getting this, putting in this work, how he just giving guys ISO work, top of the key, ISO, no screens. If you do the screen, you dead meat because you got the runner coming and you got that lob to Capella look like the shit on replay all night. I don't even know the difference. It's like I've seen that same thing a thousand times and it looks identical. So, the level of execution by James Harden, I feel like that's something people won't talk about. The level of execution, James Harden is perfect. At, like He's perfect, man. Like What he's doing, you got to execute at a high level. And he, he's really executing, man. So, But <clears throat> like you said, though, Willa, digressing from the, from the NBA talk, <clears throat> boxing. We got some pretty good boxing going on this weekend. I'm pretty excited for it. And again, don't 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 get it lost in the conversation that this is a part of PBC season. I know we got other promotions going out here, but PBC season to me is the most intriguing fight of the weekend. So I can't wait to talk about it, my brother. Um, the conspiracies always fly. You know, without conspiracy, well, what's the use of having an imagination? You know what I mean? What's the use of having a brain if you ain't going to use none of it? So I love conspiracies. What's the world without them? The more the merry. On to you, my bro. Well, yeah, well, let's go ahead and get into this boxing talk. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Let's start it off with the biggest fight of the week. 35-4 and four, Crawford is putting up his WBO Welterweight title against 
one of my guys, uh, 33-4, Amir Khan. Now, a lot of people are a lot of people are saying that this is like one of the biggest that Bob Arum has set Amir Khan up for the super failure, and he's probably right. You know, Amir Khan is one of those guys. You know, I said it, I'll say it again. Amir Khan is one of my guys. I enjoy Amir Khan. I think that when it comes to boxing, skill, speed. You know, even the power, he's got it all. Amir Khan got everything that you need to be a premier and elite, an all-time boxer. Except that one thing, it's one of the most important things that you need in boxing, and that's a chin. And Amir Khan is Mr. Glass when it comes to chins. We've seen him get knocked out plenty of times. Let me let me get the list because uh, I wanted to put this together very nicely. We've seen Amir get latest knockout was by my another one of my guys, uh, Canelo. He got knocked out by Canelo in 2016. He got knocked out by Danny Garcia in 2012. He got knocked out by British Prescott. In 2008, and that's it. So he's been slept so, three times. Let me let me just jump in because I feel like we've been saying for the longest, and I said it myself. Amir Khan has every tool in the book to be a great, other than his chin, right? <clears throat> so what what do you have to do first to get to a guy's chin? You have to penetrate his defense. So. Amir Khan is out here getting caught with dude Sunday punch, okay? That ain't got nothing to do with a chin. His defense sucks. And I don't think nobody's talking. We never said that. We always talk about, no, if it wasn't for his chin. No, motherfuckers is getting off his day Sunday punch against this dude. Like on fucking the video games when you used to play and you power up to get all your power behind the punch. Motherfuckers getting that off against Amir. So... Amir's defense is atrocious, and people are able to time him and really lay into his ass. So it's a defensive issue, also. Well, I would say when when Amir when Amir Khan gets caught, it's usually when he's punching. Amir Khan knows he has a whack chin, and instead of applying defense, he decides most of the time that he's going to fight. And I think I think that's where it is. I don't know if he doesn't have any defense. I don't say his defense is trash. Usually when Amir Khan's getting fought, he's in the middle of a, a three-punch a three uh, punch combo, and he's getting hit in, hit in the top of the head. And, and I'll agree with you, but however you want to cut it, it's a flaw. That's not only chin. The fact is that guys are able to time him, whether you want to call it being able to time him. He doesn't have the consciousness to know, like, hey, I might not want to throw this three-punch combination here. You want to call that ring IQ? However you want to cut it, there's more to the story than just a weak chin. Yes, his chin could be more durable, and maybe he could take those punches and continue fighting. But those punches are due Sunday punches, though. That shit Canelo landed on him, that doesn't – Canelo don't get that shot off against anybody. He doesn't get that shot off against anyone, as a matter of fact. You know, that that shot that – um. 
uh, Danny Garcia landed? That's the last one I think Danny Garcia landed like that. So people are able to get off shots against Amir that they don't get off anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, and I, I agree with you on that. But I think that's because he's, he's an insane individual and he thinks that he can walk through punches and he thinks that he can beat everybody. And that's why I like him. I think Amir Khan has, you know, there's guys like uh, that don't think that they, that I, I don't think they think they can win when they come into these fights. But I know 100% fact that Amir Khan's going in there thinking he can, he can beat Terrence Crawford. Now, now that's probably, that, that isn't going to happen. There ain't no probably to it. I don't know what the, uh, what Las Vegas the odds are. This if if Amir Khan does this, this will be the upset of the millennium. But that ain't happening. Amir Khan, one of my guys, but he's going up against one of my top five guys at this point. My number two guy, the guy that I think is the best boxer in the game today. Now some people say, Hey Willa, how how is he your number two guy? When I say my guys, these are guys that I like. This isn't my pound for pound list. This is the guys that I fuck with list. So these, some of these guys ain't even on the pound for pound list, like Ryan Garcia, you know, uh, some of these guys aren't even guys like Clarissa Shields, but Terrence Crawford is the, my second favorite boxer in the game right now. He's a bull. He's a pit bull, not a bulldog. He's a pit bull. He wants blood every time he wants those belts. He wants to punish you. And I feel sorry for my boy Mirkan, but he's probably about to get punished. It's not a lot we can really say about this fight, but I guess what we can say is what do we pre- when do we predict the KO to happen? Now, I'm going to say, you know, when did uh, – let's see when Canelo – let's see when Canelo knocked him out. Let's look at the bout. Canelo knocked him out. Oh man. Canelo knocked him out. Sixth round. Canelo knocked him out in the sixth round. I'm gonna say Terrence Crawford knocks him out in the fourth. Uh, um uh that's a tough one. Uh I'll go six. I'll go six because I don't think Terrence will get that Sunday punch, that that sleeper. I think Terrence, like Terrence normally does, will just chop him up. You know, he'll he'll end up, you know, really hurt him at some point and TKO. It won't be a KO like the others we've seen. That said, I think it'll take a little longer, but it'll be, you know, it'll be probably more detrimental to Amir's health than just a one quick punch. He's going to take a whole bunch of them, probably some body work too. Uh, you know, you're going to see Amir flailing and looking really bad, man. So I, I expect it to be a chop-up, not a KO. Chop-up, yeah. We'll see. I think um, yeah, I think his, I think that boy's got the ultimate glass chin. It ain't, ain't going to even take that Sunday punch. But, yeah, mm. hopefully hopefully for Amir Khan's sake, he, he just goes ahead and goes to sleep and he doesn't take a six-round beating. Um you know, they'll take a few more fights, but that doesn't matter, beat it or not. You know, Amir Khan's like one of these uh, Mexicans down here, uh, down here in uh, Texas. They don't care how much work. You can whoop them boys for, for 20 minutes straight. They can get no punches in. It could be a four-foot, 
11 Mexican cats that you just whooping his ass. But after this fight's over, he's going to act like he won, and he's going to act like he wants to see you again, and he, he'll be ready to fight you again and take that ass whooping. So that's why I give a lot of respect to Amir Khan. <clears throat> Mm. But I, I I like Amir, man. I've always who does it? I think most people like him because, like you said, he's charismatic and he seems confident and comes in thinking he's the man. However, Willa, and I know that has been the truth thus far. I think this is the first fight Amir looks up and he doesn't feel he's going to win. He knows he's probably not the faster man. In every fight, Amir has had some attributes in his favor. This is probably the first fight where he has none. He doesn't have youth on his side, doesn't have height on his side, doesn't have strength on his side, doesn't have speed on his side. Amir can't try to do that jab fast shit with Terrence. He could get that shit off against Canelo a little bit. You know, he could get that shit off against Danny. But he's not going to be able to do, be the faster guy who's out here jabbing and, you know, looking smooth going around the ring like we normal to see in Amir the first three rounds before he gets knocked out. Not going to be able to do that. So that said, I don't think Amir feels he's he's the man in this fight. I think he's getting that paycheck. Honestly, I hate to say it, but I think Amir's just getting that checky check at this point. Ah, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Hate gonna to say that. it. I'm gonna ride with my. Hey, I'm gonna ride it till I hear it. If he goes out there swinging, I know. Hey, I know he's fighting for. He's fighting for the real deal. We'll see. Yeah. I don't. That, yeah. that got me all. That got me messed up. I don't even want to think like that. I don't think Amir Khan's that type of guy. I think he believes in himself 100. percent But we also thought about that with Mikey Garcia. So we'll see. I think Khan's not gonna go out like a like a sucker. He's gonna at least throw some punches. Because I think Khan oh, yeah. really thinks he's the real deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let's hope, man. I'm with you. Now, ESPN. Now this this fight is on ESPN pay per view which I don't know why people have ESPN Plus if they've got pay-per-views. So this is something I believe that's totally different, right? Um, so on this pay-per-view, Bob Arum is showing his his younger talent some love, right? So Secure Stevenson will be fighting former 130-pound world title challenger uh, Christopher Pitifo Diaz, Christopher Diaz, right? Tiafimo Lopez will face two-time European lightweight champion and former world, uh, world title challenger, uh, Edis Tatley. Tatley? I don't know. And then Puerto Rican star Felix Verdejo will be fight uh will fight former two time interim super featherweight world champion Brian Back Baskin. So, you know, Arrow's putting his uh he's got his old dog in there headlining with um Terrence Crawford being I think around like thirty years old. And then he just drops it down. You know, he's coming with Shakur Stevenson who's what, twenty twenty one, uh Tiafimo Lopez who's what, twenty twenty one. And then uh, I think this guy, uh, Felix Verdejo, I'm not sure how old he is. Um, but, you know, Bob Arrow's putting these young bucks out there. Uh, both of them fighting. It looks like they're fighting bums. Shakur Stevenson is fighting a guy who is a challenger. I, I know who uh, Christopher Diaz is. I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen him fight before. 
um, but he wasn't a champion. And and Tiafimo's fighting a guy who who was a European champion who had that uh, that rainbow belt, I believe. But that's nothing, you know. We don't really give a shit about that over here. So, you got any interest in these uh, young pu- uh, young pups uh, fighting coming up, making their pay per view debut? Man, I love the card. However, I feel like Bob had to stack the card. Now, all those fighters are fighters that boxing fans are excited about. But that'll go into a whole nother spill I'm about to get to. Now, Willa, do me a favor, man. Um, Google, like, the past couple years' pay-per-view event ratings. Because what I want to get to here is that this pay-per-view is about to bomb. Like, bomb, bomb, bomb. I'm thinking 60,000. And I I just think we have the – there's metrics out there that we can match up to <clears throat> for that comparison. I think I, they did Terrence and Postal. <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm not mistaken. That fight might have been pay-per-view and bombed pretty much. Uh, maybe no, that wasn't pay-per-view. They were, that wasn't – it was some Terrence no. – pay-per-view wasn't Terrence in a pay-per-view fight his <sighs> last fight maybe no I don't think he's that's I don't what I'm think saying man we're in yeah let, let but, me uh, but my, my thing is this this is about the bomb another thing I hate about this scenario is that us as boxing fans are being charged and not just boxing fans us hardcores who keep who are the blood <laughs> of, of this sport we're the blood of this sport. You know, when the casuals want to check in two to three times a year, we're still there for that. But we're the one that keep this thing rolling month, month to month. And we're being charged for this. reason we're being charged is because they're in over their heads as far as what they've had to invest in these guys' purse. <clears throat> you got to pay these guys handsomely, I'm sure. And we can look at purses for both Crawford and Amir. But I bet they're both getting at least – Two to three million for the fight um, That said You got to have some Revenue to pay for this They know they're not about to Unless this fight's in Nebraska I'm not sure where it's being held You know they're not going to do huge Well you know America It's in New York some numbers okay. It's in New York Ooh, I so, say I'm so. Thinking, so yeah you were right thinking, Postal was a uh, pay-per-view It did 50 to 60,000 um, Bob Aaron okay. said he lost 100k that's it. And that's not a lot of money to lose for Bob Arum. Uh, so 50 to 60. So let's say 55,000 for Postal Crawford. We could project this thing to 100,000 then. Even up to 150, I think, is a fair projection. But that's deplorable, you know, especially for a fighter that we are considering as a pound-for-pound fighter. People think that we're going to cash in off of Mir's Notoriety, his name There's no Casual fans tuning into this This fight has no buzz In fact, the Gerald Miller um, Coming up Positive with a PED Overshadowed this whole fight So We as fans, now now it's boiled down To we as the fans Have to pay for these guys' purses to validate this fight Why? Because Bob has nobody for Terrence to fight the whole promotion is top-heavy. And like you're saying, we got these youngsters coming down here that we excited about, Shakur Stevenson, Tiafimo Lopez, 
we're excited about those guys, but they still got some work to do before, you know, we start paying for them. Terrence is on this echelon where, hey, this is a guy we're talking about as a pound-for-pound fighter, but you got nobody for him to fight. So you got to go find a big name. Even though this big name we know isn't going to be competitive, it's still the name, and they're banking on the name. And to get the guy to take this fight, you, you got to pay him handsomely. And they did, I'm sure. But who's going who's gonna to take the bill? Us as the fans. That's the only reason this thing is pay-per-view. I hate it, and, it, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to bomb. I'm not paying for it. I'm sure you're not paying for it. It's stream time. You think about that. You ain't going to be able to stream shit because everybody's trying to stream it, you know? So I'm just ranting on, you know, the, the fucked up landscape of boxing with these promotions being top-heavy, not having that middle class. Now, they, they fought PBC. They, they fought uh, Al Heyman for saying, hey, you aren't making guys pay-per-view attractions. But they got the middle class on lock. And when you have a middle class, you can have a thing like a PBC season. You see, these guys can't have seasons because they don't got enough inventory. This is a, it all boils down to inventory that us as customers are interested in. And those other promotions just don't have enough. The zone, top heavy. No middle class. You got three of the biggest names in boxing, Canelo, AJ, Triple G. Who else? You know, him, he, or there, some guy that we can pass on, nobody's worried about? Wow. Look, Willa, I'm going to digress because I'm ranty. But, man, my point is we are footing the bill for inadequate structure as far as promotions, as far as I'm concerned. No, you're definitely making sense. Uh, I think they haven't. They didn't. They're not saying what Crawford is making, but Khan is looking to be making about five million dollars. So That's Crawford's crazy, probably though. making. Yeah, Crawford's probably making eight, nine, you know, something like that. So yeah, yeah, they've got to make it. They've got to make us uh, split the bill. And they're yeah they're. That's BS. Yeah, I, this I, is just a. Uh, uh, interesting showcase is what I'll call this thing, you know, because hey, but only hardcores are interested in this. There's no casual buzz to this fight, you know. There's none, so it's like us old dudes romanticizing just how good Amir can look for three rounds, and be like, man, Amir is going to give him some problems, you know, the the narrative, and we and that's enough to get us to buy in. But we know this thing has no chance but to be a stoppage in some way, shape, or form by Crawford. But it's pay-per-view, man. It's, it's, it's bad business, you ask me. And one more thing, yeah. Willa. Overall, overall, it just makes Terrence look bad going forward as far as negotiations and leverage. So when Terrence finishes this fight and he wants to come to Al Heyman and, and Errol Spence, he's going to say, well, um, you know, hey man, I'm a star too. This should be we should split this fight fifty fifty. Errol and Heyman gonna say, bro, you just did hundred and twenty thousand pay per views, bro. You know what me and Mikey just did? Who who's the bigger star here? So you're kinda shooting yourself in the foot. With that in mind, man, you get so to me it's just bad business all the way around. Yeah, let me 
Let's take it to Janelle. I think we got Janelle on. See what he thinks about this Terrence Crawford and Miracom fight. When does he have the knockout? And uh, you know, what does he think about the whole boxing card? Janelle, what's what's going on, man? What's going on, guys? Uh, my take on this fight. I think it's a. I mean, I mean, definitely if Khan was in the prime, it would definitely be a really good fight. If it was the kind that was under Freddie Roach, it would really be a good fight. American always gives problems for the first half of the match to anyone. And if it was prime, it would definitely be against Crawford. But, but now at this point in Khan's career, um, they're trying to amp it up. Um, I mean, yes, Khan has credentials with a silver medal and such, but that was like how long ago? He's well past his prime. I might be in the garden that night because one of my guys is actually fighting. I'm going to be cornering him uh, next door in the next door arena at, at the glory kickboxing. He's, you know what I mean? But uh, it definitely shouldn't be a pay-per-view fight. It definitely has no business on pay-per-view. Um, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's a slap in the face to us hardcore boxing fans that we got to pay for this kind of shit. I mean, it's, it, it really is. I mean, they trying to make it seem as if America... It's, I mean, this fight kind of reminds me of what they did with Shane Mosley Pacquiao. They try to amp up as if Shane Mosley is this still lightning quick combination puncher and that he's still going to give Pacquiao problems at this point in Pacquiao's career when all he was was a stepping stone for Pacquiao. And you saw what it was. And, and and I see the same thing in this fight. Only thing different is that I see American either quitting on the stool or he's gonna get brutalized. Well, I think Virgil Hunter will stop the fight because he's gonna get humiliated. And uh, I mean, for the first two rounds, it might be a little bit interesting because Khan he still has fast hands and stuff. But of course, you know that once he gets clipped, you know what I mean, he's in survival mode. So it's like I don't know. It's just it's I mean it's just sad from pay per view. I don't. That's not right. That's just a slap in the face to all all the boxing fans, really. You don't think that uh, the Shakur Stevenson fight or the Tiafima Lopez or the Felix Verdejo fight pumped that up at all? All the young guys with uh, no belts. I mean, yeah, but it shouldn't be pay per view. I mean, I, I mean, this whole event should not be pay per view. See, the thing is, the fight. If it's not pay-per-view, Tiafimo and Shakur can do a, a card by themselves. That's good enough for hardcores to just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely watching. I get to see Tiafimo and Shakur. I'm into that. And Verdejo, why not? Because we we looking at uh, eventual Verdejo Lopez showdown. Who wouldn't want to be? Who wouldn't want to see that? You know, especially for us hardcores, because this is a hardcore fight. This is not a casual pay-per-view event. This ain't, you know, tell your girl to call her homegirls over and y'all making tacos for the night and shit. No, it ain't none of that. This is like you alone sitting in the dark with your little nachos (laughs) or whatever and your fucking beer. And like, yeah, let me watch my fight. Leave me alone for a minute, y'all. It ain't. It ain't party time. It ain't like let me call the homies. So... It's a great fight for us hardcores. The the card is stacked actually for a hardcore, not the main event. Casual. Though. I mean, it's, it's got great names involved. It's, it's, it's for hardcore, yeah, buying to the American is not enough for us still, to pay. No, I don't buy into this American. Is still gonna give. I mean, he'll still give anybody problems. I mean, at this point in his career, don't buy into that narrative. Please That's don't. what I said. No, we, Janelle, I said the ghosts have left the it. building. I said the ghost left the building. That. 
Yeah, if this oh, was okay, on, okay. Uh, yeah, if this was on ESPN, this would be a, this would be a pretty good card. I would say, yeah, we've got a good card. Yeah, yeah. We've got some easy work. Yeah, but yeah, it's a showcase. What a great name! Yeah, great name showcase. Well, all right. Well, I think we done killed that one. So let's see what Bronin's talking about. Hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Now, <laughs> there is a whack card. There is a whack card on Sunday, 420. Uh, you know, a holiday that I love to partake in, but we'll we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Danny Garcia, RC's guy, RC's main man, is uh, putting up his not his putting up his nothing against Adrian Granados in the welterweight fight on Fox Sports 1. Um, this fight, I don't – it's is, this is worse than the Crawford-Khan fight. I'm not interested in this at all. Granados can fight, but, I mean, Danny Garcia, he's a – like I always say, he's a B-plus fighter, you know, with A-plus heart. But he just lost to Sean Porter. He's coming off his loss. Um, they're they're fighting. No, they're fighting for the vacant WBC silver welterweight title. So whatever that means. So um, JP, we'll go to you first. I really could care less about this fight. Uh, Granados, twenty and six, with two draws. He hasn't been knocked out. You know, so he's in there to fight. I mean, it might be an alright fight, but this should be easy work for Danny Garcia. You are very wrong, Willa. Very wrong. Who's made easy work of Adrian Granados? Um, Sean Porter struggled against him just here recently, and Sean Porter said, "Like I said, everybody subscribed um, to PBC on Fox on YouTube, a really good channel. Surprisingly, um, a lot of fighters." Uh, interviewing one another. They had Sean Porter sitting down with Adrian Ganados and Danny Garcia. And the lady asked it, Sean Porter, who's fought both of these dudes, who's the tougher fighter? Sean Porter said Adrian Ganados is the harder guy to handle. And I believe Danny's going to struggle mightily. In fact, we might even see Danny get a gift here. Another Danny gift. You know, it might be cherry season because Adrian Granado's been hell for everybody. That's the story of his life. That's the narrative when it comes to Granado's. Has given every top fighter hell, but just hasn't got the W. You know, as uh, a lot of people felt like, you know, there were some people who felt like he, he could have beat Porter. Um, a lot of close fights uh, came and upset Amiri Mom. He's the guy who, who dethroned Amiri Mom, who in 2016 or 15 was on everybody's prospect list. Adrian Granados is the guy who came and knocked him off um, and went on to fight a few more good fights but just couldn't get over the hump. Adrian Granados is about to be a hell of a hard out. Danny knows that. Here's the thing, though. Danny knows. Danny said, I'm training my ass off. I'm not overlooking this guy, um, et cetera, et cetera. These dudes both are coming to win. This is going to be a hell of a fight. Nobody's going to back down. Adrian Granados lacks that concussive-type power to get a guy to really affect him, but Adrian Granados has showed that he has tools in the box. He can box. 
He's tough and rugged. You know, he's full Mexican. He got that full Mexican style. I haven't seen him hurt. Gave Adrian Broner hell. You know, Adrian Broner couldn't hurt that boy. And so this guy is beaming with confidence. He's giving the top fighters, you know, fighters people consider really good, hell. And they don't want to fight him no more. And, you know, so Danny, you know, like you're saying, coming off, coming off a loss here and, uh, you know, having his confidence shook. I'm sure Danny was once thought he was invincible not too long ago. Now he knows that, you know, he can be beat. Adrian Ganados, other, on the other hand, has a mentality of, you know, I can beat all these guys. They just I'm, – I'm getting the short end of the stick every time. You know, it's just the politics of the sport that are that is keeping me out. I'm not the the house fighter ever. And once again, he's not the house fighter here. That said, is why I feel like you may once again see Adrian Granados get the short end of the stick in a fight that many will think Adrian Granados won. This could go down just like Danny Garcia versus Lamont Peterson. I see it being very much like that. Um, so. Man, this fight is a fantastic fight. PBC season. I'm excited for by far the most intriguing fight of the weekend to me and definitely a part of PBC season. Excited for it. We're going to see really what Danny got. You know, we get a chance to see Danny taking a slight step down in competition and seeing, you know, this is a good test, a gut check to see, okay, is you ready to step on back up? Because this fight propels somebody to key. This fight gets somebody to shine again. That's what this fight means. Whoever wins this gets a title shot. So, man, I'm psyched for it. Definitely. Well, yes. Um, Granados' losses have been a uh, unanimous decision to Sean Porter. Uh, that was back in 17. A split decision to uh, Broner. Split decision to Brad Solomon. Majority decision to a Felix Diaz, a majority decision, a couple of split decision draws. Uh, so he's not out – you're right, he's not out here getting waxed. I remember Porter, him giving Porter a hard time. I, I definitely remember him giving uh, Broner a hard time. But I feel Danny can box a little better than both of those guys. And he'll be able to keep him off of him. But we'll see. You're right, this should be a better fight now that you broke it down to me. Might have been cutting Granados, giving him a little less credit than he deserves. Let's take it to Janelle. Janelle, are you interested in this fight? Yeah. How do you see it going? Actually, I am. Actually, I am because Danny Garcia got to repair himself. I mean, he lost to two of the elite welterweights in Porter and Thurman. And, I um, mean, he has to repair himself. And, and Granados is a perfect opponent. I mean, he's not that hard of a puncher, is Granados. He's not, he's, he's not a vicious puncher or anything. But like, but like, he does pose his problems with his height and stuff, and uh, it's a step down in comp. But like, um, uh, JP was saying, uh, this is definitely what Garcia needs. He needs this kind of victory. Now, if he loses, it's going to definitely be a shot on his career. And Granados poses that problem. Where actually, actually, uh, maybe he can uh, uh, cost that L for Danny. But uh, I am looking forward to this fight. Actually, I am so much looking forward to this fight. So they both come on at you know the I mean? same time. Which one are you watching? Um, out of the main events? Yeah. Well, like I said, um, I'm. It's a good chance I'll be at the garden. So uh, after the after the guy corner, I'll be actually 
if they could let me in the next door arena, then actually I'll be watching. I'll be watching live the American uh, Crawford. But I'm definitely setting my DVR though. So. Yeah, I'm sure it's not selling out. They probably should. Be, probably be able to slide in. They probably be able to slide in. So, um, yeah, I guess with that fight. Sounds like sounds like I was I wasn't giving Granados his credit that he was due. Um, like JP said, when you think about it, he has a lot of a lot of uh, close fights. He's out there fighting. He's uh, giving it that mix. I think he's from America though. He's from like Illinois. Like he's an Illinois guy, but you know he's just putting this Mexican boy. out there. Yeah. Yeah, he got that Chicago so we'll hard, homie. Dude, yeah, they got the Chicago heart. Yeah, they got Chicago heart. That's why they shoot because they don't got they, they don't got no hands. Yeah, as we see, he this has no boy power. Ain't scared. I love his um. I love his confidence. I love his swagger. I feel like Al is making a statement here. I feel like Al is saying because this is a fight Danny could lose, man. This is a fight Danny could lose. This ain't a showcase. This is a gut check. And I feel like Al is saying to Danny, look, Danny, I've had nothing but the best interest for you. I've put you on every stage you could be on, and you've fallen short. I got this other guy who I know will talk that shit and give any of these dudes a hell of a fight. You need to beat him. You know, you you need to show me that you're ready to be back up there. I'm not just going to put you there. I've been. I didn't put. I didn't gave you a, a gift over Herrera. You know, I, I put you in the biggest fights at, in the welterweight division for for quite a while. I put you in with Eric Morales earlier. I put you in with Amir Khan early. You know, I got you the names. So, but now you're gonna have to you're gonna have to work to get your way back to the top. So he didn't give Danny a cherry back to the top here. You know, you he could have easily had thrown Danny a softball and been like, you know, here, Danny, here's Jeff Horn or some shit. Beat him up, look good. Then I'll send you back on up with Keith, Sean, and Errol. Nah, man. He said, nah, I got my other boy right here who's a dog. And then got the short end of the stick, but a goddamn dog and a go up there and give any of them boys a tough fight. And then now you got sitting in the, in, in the backseat Ugas who don't nobody want to fucking fight. So, you know, it's shaking up in that welterweight division over there. Yeah, most definitely. PBC does have a lock on those guys, so we'll see how this goes. You've got me. You've got me. You had me on uh, You got me on that one. It should be a good fight. We'll see. I, I'm 100% with you. You have sold me. I think this is a good check for Danny Garcia. See what the fuck he's talking about. But on to the next. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Big news of the week. After talking all that shit, Joshua, about juicing, Jarrell Big Baby Miller fails Vada drug tests before his title fight versus Anthony Joshua. He's denied license in New York City. Um, he was, he, you know, he got popped for some kind of uh, GW fifteen sixteen. Oh no, voluntary 
anti-doping thing. So the voluntary, you know, that sort of gives, that's the thing everybody uses, you know, why, why would he do that on a voluntary one if he knew? And this substance is some kind of substance where they were like, where they were, it was given the rats cancer and the substance that he tested positive for uh, this time. So he, this, you know, this isn't the first time. So there's really no question about it. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. We already know that he's a cheat, but the substance that he tested positive for this time, GW uh, 15, 16 is so dangerous that uh, WADA in 2013 took the rare step of issuing an alert about the substance in order to try to protect athletes who might be using it, you know. So this guy's probably facing a one-year suspension. He did give a he did give a statement. I'll read it, you know, give him his just due. Let's see what we got here. All right. This is from his Instagram, I believe. <clears throat> uh, I have never knowingly taken any banned substance, and when I found out the news last night, I was totally shocked, Miller said on Instagram. My team and I stand for integrity, decency, honesty, and together we will stand to fight this with everything we have. Uh, let's see what else. Remember, don't believe everything you hear and see. The facts will prevail, and I shall be vindicated. Well, it's, it's vindicated. Uh, I do not have anything to hide, and the truth will make itself known. JP, what do you think about this? Miller's been doing the fool, talking a lot of nonsense the whole time. Now he didn't pop. He got popped. The fight is officially off. He will not be fighting for all those belts against Anthony Joshua. I wish I had the, uh, the uh, what's it called, the uh, DJ Khalid, because he actually played himself. Yeah. Um, I'm a little disappointed, man, because there was a lot here for me. You know, I like to add nuance and put a whole lot of meat on a bone where there's not a lot of meat. I, I just put extras on it. So I put all kind of extras in my mind on this fight. Things like this being the first time we see Miller tested, you know, cause big baby is, you know, just been kind of running through dudes and we've seen him with this high punch output His punch output per round or per fight. Is that a, like a fucking welterweight or something? It's like, and that may be, you know, maybe discovering the reason why his punch output is so high. Uh, I was interested because it was a, a fit-looking 320-pound man, you know, um, with a resemblance of a six-pack to some degree in some pictures I've seen. So I'm like, what that kind of big guy do? You know, that's that's a big body you got to punch on. You know, we'll see if he got a chin and if he could punch. He could be trouble for a guy. And so I wanted to see AJ take on a guy with this type body, body build and that type fight style. You know, that's something AJ hasn't seen. He's seen kind of, um, you know, how heavyweights tend to be kind of plotting, you know, for the most part. You know, most of them are plotting. That's why, you know, Fury is so um, difficult for these guys because he's on his toes. So I was, there's a lot of things I was interested to see that now aren't going to happen. 
Miller, where does he go from here? It's like, you know, or do we want to see Miller again? Because it was like it was a could have been possibly a gimmick the whole time. It's like, you know, you just got a big mouth. You don't hit hard. You're big, but you don't hit hard, and that's never good on the eyes. You know, when we see big shit, we want it to be big and strong. That's the translation in our brains. And when it's not, it's a turnoff. So that's kind of happening with Miller. And, you know, I just wanted to see AJ, you know, you know, and I love seeing AJ in, in tough. And I thought he'd rise to the occasion and, you know, look good here. But maybe we get Luis Ortiz. You know, that's that's the conversation. After where the conversation has turned now, there's an uh, alleged offer to Ortiz for, you know, whatever the purse is, alleged bigger purse than what he got versus Wilder. And so it's, you know, it seems the narrative here initially is that why isn't Ortiz taking the offer? It's a duck. You know, and Ortiz could be like, dude, I didn't train for fucking Anthony Joshua. This ain't a dude you just jump in for for the dough. You know, Ortiz might be like, but you know, well, for me, I'm paid, bro. You know, I got a little crib out in Florida. And for a boy from the Dominican Republic who ain't grew up with much, I'm straight, Jack. You know, for certain people, everybody's comfort zone is at a different level. Nicholas Walters, you ask me, reached his. Now, many of us looking around like, damn, you know, nigga probably made $2 million that fight. But for him in Jamaica, wherever it be, you know, he comfortable. Marcos Mardana said, I'm straight. He got to come back now. But for about three, four years, all we've seen is Marco Mardana posting twin glocks, twin comb fucking glocks and hanging out eating mangoes and shit, living a good life. So he had reached his comfort zone. Wasn't no need to get punched no more. Point being... I wanted to see Joshua in tough and all that stuff's not going to happen anymore. Luis Ortiz isn't obligated to take this fight. We can't call him a duck and all this shit that's going on out there on social media because he just doesn't take a fight because he's offered more money with Anthony Joshua. You know, he that's just not always the money isn't always the only consideration. And like I said, Luis Ortiz might well, be comfortable by now. He said, send the, send, the, send the contract, you bitch. He did what now? Luis Ortiz, Luis Ortiz Ben said, send the contract, you bitch. Oh, really? Yeah, no, uh, Luis well. Ortiz wants that. It, that We'll see if they don't give it to Luis Ortiz. Is it a duck? Are they ducking Luis Ortiz? I, so what I'm gonna so we need to uh, do our googling. But yeah, do your I'm googling. I'm hearing the latest. Yeah, the latest news here. Let me see. I'll get on it. Latest news here is that uh, Hearn. Let me see. Hearn sends contract to Ortiz. Um, Hearn sent a contract. Luis tells Ortiz, tells Anthony Joshua to send a contract for June one. Well, that's that's top news. Okay, so uh, you may it seems like you're right. It seems like you're right. But that was a day ago. That's what was reported a day ago. Um, you know, I can't really do nothing with this. Whatever, and this shit talking about water yeah, think, and all kind of shit. Yeah, I think that he wants it. I think he's been said that Luis Ortiz. 
Ben said that he's been talking about that. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to get paid right now. He ain't taking, you know, and he's trying to, you know, this this nigga's probably 48 years old. So he's trying to do what he can do. If they if they send him the contract, he signed it. I'm 100% sure of that. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Uh, I can't, I, I don't see anything here, but I could have swore. Um, we'll, we'll find out in the afternoon. No, Eddie Hearn might have said be... some shit. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, Eddie Hearn might have said something of that nature. I'm not but you can't trust Eddie Hearn. And he might be talking about no, some old no. shit. Who really knows? But let's take it to Janelle. Janelle, your boy, Big Baby Miller, got popped. <laughs> some shit that's giving boys cancer. What do you think about well, it? What do you think about it? Are you upset that the fight's not going down out there in the I mean, I was looking forward to it. I mean, the guy, Big Baby oh, Davis, did do a good job of selling the fight. Um, the guy has a good mouth. You know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? No homo. It, 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 it's ironic. He was talking about the guy, the guy cheating, but yeah, this by this guy on steroids, look at him now. It makes him look like a flaming hypocrite. It's it's like, I think, I'm sorry. I remember a while ago you were saying, oh, Will, about like all these athletes, all, all juicing some way or other. I'm, now I'm really starting to believe that shit, man. I'm starting to believe every one of these motherfuckers are on something. You know what I mean? Some guys just get away with shit. Because it's like, it's just ridiculous, man. But, hey, when that kind of money is involved, there's millions on the table. Hey, guys, I'm sorry, basically the upper hand or whatever. You know what I mean? It's well, just shit, I mean, pathetic. Huh? No, I was just saying, I mean, he's going to get paid regardless. I think that's the only way he can get in shape. You know, he's been cheating the whole time, which is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean, though. I mean, that's what I mean, though. You know what I'm saying? Guys are, uh, guys are cheating, like, to drop weight or to get more cut up, to get more energy or whatever. There's a lot of these guys doing that shit. I'm starting to think that every fucking, every guy's on some kind of shit, man. Now, here's some inside scoop I heard. Miller is a dude who hangs out at gyms. I, I've seen him uh, spar Rashad Evans and things like this. So he's like a dude who hangs out with a lot of bodybuilders and things like that and UFC dudes, things like that. What what the drug is called is Ederol or something like that. And the thing about that Ederol shit, like Will uh, alluded to and touched on, WADA, like, sent a caution notice, like, this ain't that good, good. You know, so it leads, the, the speculation can lend itself to being that, you know, Miller is just a dipshit who's hanging out with another dipshit and said, hey, bro, man, I'm, I'm, I'm on this shit, man. Hey, try this Adderall, man. It'll really chop you up and slim you down. And he just took it from some dude in the fucking locker room because it ain't even the good shit. It's the bad shit. And a dude, you would think a dude on Miller's level, if he wanted to get his chemist on, if he wanted to really cook up that cook up that, that work, he would have went on to Heredia, Conti, Ariza. That's where you go get that work at. Snack. What you going to do some trash ass PED for? So it leads me to kind of, and here I go again, conspirarizing. Well, damn, I can't even help it. Um, That's probably all he could have afforded, though. No, man, no, no. He's a high-profile boxer about to fight probably the biggest name in boxing. 
He can yeah, get after a that reason. Fight, is when he make the money. I doubt Big Baby really made up his money so far in his career. Man, he, he can get Ariza, Heredia, Conti, Snack, all of that. He can get it. And But he got this garbage-ass shit your fucking homie in the locker room at 24-hour fitness be having on deck. And so it's like he probably was just a dipshit doing diphead shit and taking some another dipshit gave him. That's crazy. He, it, yeah, he played himself to the fullest with this one. I'm not sure, you know, it was voluntary, so he knew it was coming, and he still got popped, was letting me know that he's buried, though. Um, I never really was a big a, a fan of Big Baby Miller, but he was selling the fight, and I felt, you know, I could feel myself getting more and more hype, especially after a little press conference. I was, you know, I was ready for the fight. This came out, I really wasn't surprised. I was sort of let down, but not surprised. Uh, Big Baby Miller is a known cheat. And you're right. You know, when you see a 300-pound guy throwing a, a 1,000 punches or and look sort of cut up, but sort of fat and cut up at the same time, you know, that's now, really the sign of Roy. I now, don't know why we didn't. Let me tell you why. The only, the only reason I like them, Willa, that fat and cut up, that's me. I, I'm built almost exactly like Big Baby Miller, man. And I was just going for that body type. Was, you know, when, when Samuel Peter was out there, I was like, hell yeah, Nigerian nightmare. Any of them little fat, half-buff little dudes, that I'm going for them. Y'all know about me. That was your guy. Well, yeah. Well, he obviously really wasn't that guy. He's been cheating with the, you know, that bottom shelf steroid. So he played himself. And we'll move on. Hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Speaking of played themselves, real quick before we get to the real the real topic, Triple G has finally picked an opponent, and I think his name is. Oh man, I done lost the damn thing. What's his fool? I think his name is Roll. He's undefeated. Undefeated guy nobody's ever heard of. He returns against what's his fool's name? Uh, yeah, unbeaten roll. Let me pull it up. I'm sorry about that. I had it pulled up. So, uh, get, uh the big drama show will be fighting a 12 round fight, uh, 164 pounds against unknown but unbeaten Steve Rolls. Steve Rolls. Let's look this guy up because nobody's heard of him. He's fighting a big-ass fight against uh, Triple G. 35 years old, from Ontario, Toronto, black dude. Um, Coming off off some unanimous decisions against some guys in uh, Toronto. No title shot. Winning fear just beat up a black guy. Yeah. Win in fear. When you got nothing it. else to do, have somebody beat up a black guy. It, it, it's the best. Um, look, inventory, man. Inventory. Top heavy, baby. These niggas, when me, you, and Syme was hollering about it a few shows back, and Canelo supposed to get 30 mil a fight for fighting who? This, uh, this dude? These dudes they've been fighting here recently? We already seen Canelo and Triple G fight each other twice. 
They're going to run it the third time, but then what after that? This is actually the second time. When Triple G fought Dominic Wade, dude, I swear to God, they just rolled around Inglewood to a local basketball court and found anybody that was six feet tall and said, bro, I'll shoot you about 50000 if you come over here and get knocked out real quick tonight. Dominic, we ain't seen him since. We hadn't seen him before. He is 160 pounds and was fat. What boxer is fat at that weight? You know, this dude, they pulling out the woodwork once again. You know, hey, man, I, 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 I don't know how they're doing it. You know, but, again, it goes back to inventory, and it's bullshit. And then they just in over their heads. This is how businesses fail. I used to work for Xerox. Xerox probably in the in the 80s and 90s was like Google and Yahoo and and Apple are today. What happened with that company? You fucking got too many employees and not enough. You got too much money going out and not enough coming in. Next thing you know, you got hiring freezes like the post office and everybody ain't getting no raises and you're temping everybody forever. So this is how businesses fail, man. Yeah, we'll see. Janelle, Triple G's fighting undefeated Steve Rose from uh from Toronto, from Canada. You excited about this? I mean, I mean Triple G, of course, is a is a big name in boxing. I mean, he's I mean, uh, he's got to get his streak going back, try to get his belts back off from Canelo, which I don't think he has a really loss if you ask me. But um, nobody asked you. Well, hey, I'm asking myself, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no I'm, just, I'm just saying, um, I mean, not too excited about it because, like, again, Triple G is past his prime. I think we all saw. He, you know what I'm saying? But but he still uh, uh, he still brings excitement. You know what I mean? He has knockout power. He's probably the, he's probably the best technical puncher in the game. You know what I mean? And, again, he brings excitement because of his power. So it's like, you know what I mean? Not too too excited, but I'm definitely like I'm looking forward to it. I'm definitely you know what I mean. No, I mean I, I'm not looking forward to this at all. I'll probably watch it, you know. But Triple G beating up a black guy like uh like JP said, <laughs> I'm not interested in that shit. I'm not interested <laughs> in that shit at all. But. Let's get to the real deal. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Today, one of my top five fighters came out and talked a little noise. Clarissa Shields told TMZ. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That, you, you know, hey, I spar with men. I drop men. I bust men's noses. I beat men up all the time. From Keith Thurman, oh, I think I can beat up Keith Thurman. I really do. I may be, he may be stronger than me, but their boxing ability isn't like mine. Triple G, he's older now, but I could give G a run for his money. <clears throat> when asked if she could honestly hang with the brute strength and power of a male fighter, and again, she wasn't worried. Uh, power for power isn't a question because what is boxing? Boxing is the sweet science. It's not about strength, because people were saying Christina Hammer was stronger than me. They were saying all these girls were stronger than me. 
but do but you did not see the head movement that I had during the fight. See the defense, the offense, the traps I set. If I were to get in there with the man, I would do a lot more of that. And I do have some power. I'm not going to say I'm stronger than them, but if I, if I set up the ring shots with the right timing, that sets the right shots with the right timing. So Clarissa says she's not afraid of anybody. Now, do I think Clarissa Shields can beat Keith Thurman? No. Do I think she can beat Triple G? No. Hell could she no. beat Amir Khan? Could she beat Amir Khan? No. I'm asking. Starting with you, JP. Is JP in the ring? Could she beat you? Uh, absolutely, man. I I got friends who have sparred her, and she has like another um friend. That that fights in her camp that's heavier That fights at a heavier weight That dudes that I know have sparred Dudes don't want no smoke With these girls It's like us thinking we can beat a chick Who plays basketball in the WNBA We think we can Man we think we can As a girl No man you cannot beat a chick That plays in the WNBA in basketball And you cannot Beat up Clarissa Shields I don't think I can beat up Carissa Shields. I'm sure I'm a hell of a lot stronger than her. Uh, you know, God damn it. Ooh, uh, now that I rethink it, because I'm, I'm so much stronger than her, but I can imagine the, the skill level being so much different. And like she, she alluded to her head mover, the foot movement, or her, her, her traps and, It'll be, you know, I'm going to get hit more than I ever get hit in my life. But can I put my head down and try to bulldoze and just, you know, overpower and because I'm so much of a bigger guy than her? That could probably happen. Will I get tacked uh, to death and, you know, who knows how hard the girl hits? But do I think she can knock me out with, like, headgear? If, if we talking headgear, I think I can probably get to her eventually. But if we talking, like, no headgear and – no, I don't want it. I don't want that smoke. I'm straight. <laughs> misogynist Willa, misogynist Willa. Hey, now, I know, you know, first of all, I know that our theme song is a Martin ripoff. But ain't no WNBA player beat me at no motherfucking basketball oh, right Lord now. my God, you know, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> First of all, get out of here. Oh, my Second God. Second of all, you really think you can Clarissa be Seals, before No, before – yeah, because I'm not going to even say what I let's, – let's take the Janelle. Now, Janelle, Carissa Seals says she can take Keith Thurman. I don't believe she can. She says she can take Triple G. I don't think she can. But I'm liking Clarissa Shields' chances against you. Would you be able to see her in the ring? Man, man, I whip that guy. Man, get the fuck out of here. I'll tell you one thing right now. A, a lot of these girls get confidence because they be fucking sparring men and, and sparring. But if you watch the men that they be sparring with, I mean, that man ain't really trying to hit her. The men ain't really trying to hit her at all. I mean, they are not. It's like that Russian girl that, remember that Russian girl that um I sparred with? 
a 10-time kickboxing champion. I'm sparring. I'm not even trying to hit her. And then when I swung a jab that wasn't even hard, she was like, okay, okay, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman, I'm a woman. And it's like, I'm really not even trying to hit the girl, but yet she's still like complaining that I'm punching too hard or whatever. Those guys that she was sparring with, they, they're not trying to impose their physicality on her. they just like, as far as doing movements, going through movements, and just like really not really trying to hit her because she's a woman. But these girls are getting confidence because of that shit. I mean, come on, man. Man, please, I will whip that. Man, I don't even want to say because I might get me arrested or whatever. I might get arrested. You know what I mean? But trust me, man, she's not beating me in no goddamn box, any kind of physical, any kind of physical anything. She ain't beating me. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't give a goddamn. And, and not to mention, I don't <laughs> And not to mention, I walk around, I'm fucking like, what, 215. And I'm way heavier than she is. Hey, come on, man. So ain't no damn way in hell. I, I hit that girl with a jab, she's going to fall. You know what I mean? So come you guys on, don't man. feel Stop a it, woman man. can beat you in anything that has a physical prowess to it? Not right it's, now. It's, okay, it's okay. Just, so I got one. I got one that stumps you both. I know Ann Wolf re- did drop a lot of menace spawn. I know Ann Wolf did drop a lot of minutes for Look, you can't, neither of y'all come within 15 meters of racing a 100-meter runner. Y'all can't come that's within a race. 15 that's meters. A race. That's, that's a, a race. That's athletic. That's physical. I'm saying, but that's a race. Okay, yes, there's women out there that's fast, fast nine, but I'm saying, I suppose my physical strength against a woman's physical strength, especially shields, Oh, wait, wait, she fights that. You think like she, come on, man, I walk around 215, dog. 215. I doubt she's ever even been 180 in her entire life. I mean, I'm not talking about racing. Okay, racing is racing. That's just a foot race. That's not, it's like golf. Races. So, of course, we're going to beat me in golf. Do you think you can it, beat up Mikey Garcia? I, I believe so, yes. I'm, wow. I'm not a better boxer than he is, though. If you and Mikey Garcia was in a street fight, you want that smoke. Oh, I'm sleeping oh, Mikey yeah. Garcia in the street. Man, Please. Mikey Come Garcia in the, in the, in the street? motherfucking nose. In the street? I'm a pro MMA fighter. Dog with no gloves on? I'm a kickboxer. I'm grabbing a little nigga shirt and giving him the business. Yakup, yakup. And he about to break your motherfucking orbital bar. He ain't beating this street fight, no. man. He ain't you know pushing me boxer, harder than I'm pushing him. It's, it's like a boxing match. Dog, you niggas is wild. Y'all don't respect nah. skill. Y'all don't respect He's the beat. lifetime Yo, of work. Respect my skills. I want jujitsu back to go across this goddamn world. I want kickboxing well, no, back you to go different. across this different. world. You, you don't count. Me and Willa are fucking novices. You know, we didn't play. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying not, right now, I'm not a, a boxing novice, match no. is a boxing match, though. A boxing match is a boxing match. If you see how boxing goes, okay, guys ain't really prepared for guys grabbing them and shit. If a guy uh, uh, grabs you in the street, okay, now, in a boxing match, a referee breaks it up. In a street fight, that shit's still going on. He tosses to the floor. He's stomping the fuck out of your ass. You know what I mean? That's illegal in boxing. It's like street fight is a whole different oh, ball game. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it's a whole different ball game, man. You think you're going to, like, throw some punches at that man? Man, that man going to slip and break your motherfucking orbital bone. I, I'll catch oh, him with a yeah. With I'll gloves him. on? Your face is I, your face. Actually, actually, faces I, ain't I stronger correct. than other faces. 
You ain't I'll tell you right now, two fifteen. Our faces all the same weight. I'm gonna correct you on something. I'm gonna correct you on something. Actually, you hit harder with gloves than you do with your bare hands. I mean, you will bruise well, easily with your bare hands, but you hit harder no. with gloves on. I'm telling you. I'm oh, telling shit. you. I'm telling you. If you see how I'd guys rather... fucking rock the heavy back, if you see guys rock the heavy back with gloves on, he take off gloves and hit a heavy bag. I'm telling you, it's not gonna be the same impact. I'm saying you hit but harder yeah, with gloves. A heavy no. back and a face is two complete different things that you're hitting. I mean, you will you bruise hitting something easier. Hey. You don't have no resistance. You will bruise hey. easier, yes. But J- you hit harder J- with gloves. It's, JP's on here trying to deflect the, 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 deflect the point that he said Clarissa Shields would give him that work. Now he's trying to ask mm-hmm. us about Mikey Garcia. Could Mikey Gar- Garcia give me a boxing in a boxing gym and with boxing gloves? Yeah, more than likely. 98, oh my 95% God. of the time, he's probably going to be in a box. You are insane. You are insane. 95, I don't know. I might be able to catch him one time and sleep him. In, <laughs> in the street? In the street? I can oh sleep him. But you got to understand, I boxed. I boxed not, you know, I boxed until high school, uh, until the end of high school. And I did, like, karate and shit also to the night. So I know how to fight. I've been whooping niggas for a long time, dog. Like actually whooping boys. <laughs> so in the street, in the street, I can get. I, I'm pretty sure I can beat a nigga that's 155. I don't care who the fuck he is. Look, man, your face ain't strong. I've been hit. Your orbital right, bone. Yeah, your jaw is. No, it ain't. Yeah, if a your jaw handles the same amount of pressure as any other man's jaw handles. There's a, a pressure limit that your jaw can handle until you go to sleep. Okay? Mikey Garcia well, can punch that button with no gloves on. Guaranteed. On the, with his he do it. Hey. And not in the streets, bro. Guaranteed. I promise y'all you that, though. He's a small. And y'all is disrespectful. These too small. You're inflammatory. You're blasphemous. These You're disrespectful. You're inflammatory. Man. In a fight, you should be able to just grab Mikey Garcia and hug him until he dies. You ain't okay. like Stigley, right? <laughs> so, so that's what, what you should I be able to do. That. If I was your side, you should. I now, should be able to grab that nigga and just you hold, hold him until he dies. Of course you can if you can get him. The point is, can you get him? This man has been throwing punches his entire life. Dog, that counts for a lot. He ain't been fighting lot. in the street. It does. But he, he's been anticipation. He's been hitting them pads. That's all that pad work shit is about anticipation. Hey, when you move, you got, that man is, he knows what the man, that's your orbital bone's going to be broke or your motherfucking how, nose. Look how he got a swing. He's got a swing at a, uh, at a, at a, at a 43 degree angle. That nigga's gonna have blood on your teeth. I'm telling you, you can have skin on That's your right. teeth and shit. One swing. Lip that nigga skin. can swing at me. I might get him in the rock bottom. Just duck under it and scoop his ass. Ah, rock bottom his ass on the ground. You can do that now, but you're gonna have a broke <laughs> orbital bone. Hey, is this rock the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You'll fuck around and raise your edges, ass. See, I'll fuck around and raise your hey, edges. Hey, exactly. A little nigga like that, that's a nigga you play with. I'm gonna raise the edges. They give the people's elbow, dog. Leave that nigga easy. Easy work. You gonna catch you, bro? That's just gonna be like. Hey, Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields in in a boxing ring. I don't think she would be able to get in. But I think I'm gonna give it more respect than than. No, no, I'm gonna give it more respect than I than than Janelle's giving her. 
because I do think she is a supreme boxer. And she probably weighs about I don't think she's the greatest female boxer of all time, though. I don't think she's the greatest female boxer of all time the way she says she is. I don't think I, so. She probably think might, might not be the greatest, but she's got I more skills Wolf, than Ann Wolf. But she's got more skills than she, yeah, we don't know. We we never would, but we know she's got she's got more skills than Ann Wolf. We know that she's more skillful. She might not be as strong as Ann Wolf, but she's got more skills than Ann Wolf. So I would say it's probably a fifty fifty fight. Me, I think Layla Ali is a better boxer than she is. I think Layla Ali is no. a better boxer than she is. I think so. Well, yeah, I mean, I y'all are disrespectful. I gave it fifty no, fifty. That's I'm the most respect I'm, give, I'm giving a woman in sport. In any kind of physical sport, that's the work. most respect I've ever done. We talking about something else, man. I'm talking about we talking about fighting her. We talking about being disrespectful like that. Oh, y'all disrespectful to the art and the craft. The the time I'm giving it put 50-50. That's why I'm giving her. That's, that's why I'm giving her a fifty fifty chance. If we're in the streets, she has zero chance. A lot of a lot of black men have took their athletic ass out there with all their confidence out there, and then got swept by a lot of niggas they didn't think they was gonna get swept by. For all yeah, yeah, but she's not a nigga though. She's a broad no, man. Exactly. For this exact she's attitude, broad. y'all got thinking, man, I'll do man, man, I'll do this, man, I'll do that, and niggas just all stay going out somewhere thinking they just gonna dog somebody. And then it's ran hey. up on that wrong white boy who go to college and do MMA for his intramural and get his ass scooped. Hey. I got a See, white that's the friend who scooped niggas. That's the thing. White boys have tried to scoop me, and I know how to no scoop. And they give them that yeah. work. See, the thing is, this I'm a different type of animal, JP. And, and, um, and most people really don't, unless you know me, people that know me and went to school with me, they know. I'm a different type of animal because I fought. I did fight. Like three times a week, I was fighting till high school, doing karate, and it really wasn't real karate. It was like some kind of taekwondo karate mix shit that I was doing, and then boxing. So I've been fighting. I know how the nigga, a, a, a white boy, he ain't gonna scoop me. I know, I know the, the white boy trick. They're gonna try to push you over somewhere. They're gonna try to scoop you. We, I'm gonna sprawl, sprawl it out, strength on strength. I'm gonna pick you up. I'm gonna go to the face. <laughs> they used to call me. <laughs> it's real easy. It's real easy, dog. It's real easy. Now, there, you know, I could get beat up. I think it could probably, you know, I'm not saying I can't get worse, but you know, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not getting beat up by no woman in the streets ever in my life. Oh shit! But I will give her fifty percent chance. I'll give her a fifty percent chance with the gloves on that she can outskill me for four rounds, and then I'll be tired, and then she, and then she start beating me up. I see that. That could, that could probably me, happen. But if I hit her once, she sleeps. Since we on this subject, man, allow me to just give a caution to our, our brothers out there with, with this this confidence we be having, especially against other races and all oh, this. So this little ass Mexican, I'm finna dog him. This white boy, I'm finna dog him. We go out there and do that a lot. Look, man, I got a white this homie. His name is John. I got a white homie. His name is John. He loves to scoop niggas that's his hobby it's because we go out there with our hands up high he fake like he's gonna throw a punch and he goes straight for your waist and next thing you know you in the air niggas stop going out there because it's that white boy in college he looked like a nerd 
but he work out every day. He run miles and shit, and he does MMA for M- for his intramural in college. He's gonna scoop your ass and fuck around and fuck your stupid ass up. You niggas watch out out there, because I know hey, how he sprawl. is. Like Will out here, mm-hmm. Will talk about he's just gonna spread his legs out and lift them up, <laughs> rock bottom them, and all this shit. You niggas be thinking like that. <laughs> you know, we'll just think, oh, watch out, my nigga. Oh, lift up. Watch out, my nigga. Lift up. Oh, oh okay. Razor's edge. You know, no. Nah, <laughs> niggas be getting <laughs> fucked up like that. <laughs> hey, hey, niggas do. I've seen that happen too before also. I've seen it both sides. I'm just saying, I haven't been scooped. I know the scoop is coming, but, you know, I'm getting older now. So, I say this. Yeah. I probably can't get and scooped by some young guy. Yeah, Ooh, I'm in my, but in my prime, hey, that scoop shit wasn't working, dog. I promise you. So, us as 37-year-old men, we got to watch out for the 21 and 22-year-olds. I'll tell you that, too. Now, we don't think that. We don't think it. Because you like, man, this young-ass nigga, I fuck around and push your head through some drywall or something. But you know, that young nigga is spry, and he fast as lightning. He's going to jump around too much for you. Just watch out, guys. I'm just giving these cautions. That's all. <laughs> Janelle, Janelle, you still with us? We just talking shit. You're yeah, the only one that really fight. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, just saying, man. Well, just I, saying. Well, yeah, I think that's the way to end it. You know, I put a little of my history out there as a young bull right now. I'm still not probably getting slept by no 21 year old at this point. They still, I still got another three years. <laughs> I hate to say it. Yeah, crazy, I still got another three years. I'm about here. Hey, we'll see though. I've been wanting to test my skills really to see what I got to tell you the truth. See if I got anything. Man, you got to come out this way, Cats. we we do all this kind of sparring out this way, man. Yeah, it costs like 120 a month to get in any of these these things where niggas are doing sparring. I I ain't really doing that. Uh, I work. Can you work one of the UFC gyms out there? Yeah, that's where my son is no doing. UFC my gym? son is in there boxing, but they don't look like they the boys is in that spawn. Mm. I got my son different. in that shit. But you, you, you know what? When I did a little sparring here recently, you realize cats can't fight for shit. Like you, you'd be another grown man and. Y'all will do some casual sparring like he ain't no real fighter, you ain't a real fighter, but uh average nigga on the street cannot fight for shit, man. You'd be surprised. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. I was so surprised how trash these niggas was. They thought I was Jordan or LeBron or some shit. <laughs> I'm like, it, 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 it ain't me. It's y'all. You niggas is like children. I'm thinking like my daughter can beat y'all up. Exactly. Exactly. That's where we're going to end it today, man. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. We had a good show. Before we get out of here, Janelle, anything you you want to say, anything you got going on? Ain't no woman whooping my ass. That's all I got to say. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, yeah, me neither. I, I agree. This mm, nigga JP, he might have got kicked out the mail. <laughs> the, the mail club nigga talking about he don't want no Clarissa Shields smoke because she would get this nigga sleep him. He might even say he'd go to sleep. JP, 
before we get out of here, man, we know you do s'mores. We know that uh, you get slept by Clarissa Seals. Anything <laughs> else you want to let the people know? <laughs> Uh, like I said, all the, all the uh the the barrel built type gentlemen, I go for them. Put that into that barrel. Um shit man, y'all are disrespectful, inflammatory, egregious, uh blatant, overt, anything that has to do with just being obnoxious and egregious, you guys are that because you're not respecting the craft. You don't respect Clarissa Shields. You're misogynist pigs. You know. See, I got it in my top five. All that, all that on, stuff. Though. Y'all just think you just gonna walk your badass in and whoop on somebody who's been trying to do something for twenty years of their life. Your goddamn no. is is, a, is disrespect. I don't care who you are. You can't. Y'all are even beat up man. Mikey Garcia. Y'all are even whoop Mikey Garcia. This is, I ain't saying the boxing fight. match. In the street fight, I ain't in the, the street fight, match. I got him. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be working the orbital boom, or is nah. sipping out of a straw for a while. Is he gonna shatter? Little nigga, dog, you just get little nigga, you just get low level swing over your head, cup that uh, that neck, ah, cross the chest. Here we go, here we go. I'm gonna, all you gotta do is get low, nigga. I'm gonna snatch his ass, nigga. Oh, yeah. there you go, boy. You typical as a What was that? All you gotta do is this. Hey, it's easy work. Now, now check this out, man. Hey, out here at the on the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, we want to say Happy Easter to everybody who celebrates Easter. I celebrate Easter. I know JP celebrates Easter. Uh, Janelle, you celebrate Easter? Yeah, Janelle celebrates Easter. So, you know, want to say Happy Easter to everybody who celebrates Easter. If you don't. You know, no big deal. We still rocking with you. And also, I want to say happy 420 to all my fire smokers. It's going down on Saturday. That's the day before the Lord's Day, so don't get too high that you can't go to church in the morning. But that that Easter breakfast is going to be very, very good. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. JP? Oh, man, I just wanted to add, man, I had to, and I, I know you had a great little close, but the Lord was up out of there on them niggas. That's what Easter about. Keep that in mind. You know, these niggas came back, they, they, they thought that body was going to be there. Out of here. So you niggas keep that in mind, that he got up out of there on them whole ass niggas, and they thought he was going to be there, and then and that's when they knew something, something going on. He real. He real like he say he was. Out of here, the Lord said. Hey, and we'll leave it like that. We're out of here like Jesus was on Easter. We'll catch y'all <laughs> next. Oh, we'll catch y'all on Sunday. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll that shit is funny, boy. We'll <laughs> oh, shit. That's great right there. Hey, we'll catch y'all That's on Sunday. Hey, before we get out of here, oh, yeah. Uh, RC told us to let everybody know that he had Danny Garcia winning by KO. Jeez. We'll catch y'all on. He ran hard for his foot again, man. Yeah, that's his guy, Mm, dog. mm, So mm. hopefully he'll be – he had to go to work. Hopefully he'll be around on Sunday. If not, uh, we'll let JP bring it Ah. home 
Well, no, 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 no. Sunday is – we'll let y'all know. I mean, I'll see how the guys are doing on Sunday. We'll get together and see if we do want to do a Sunday show with it being Easter. If we got time, we might need to just push it to Monday. But we'll see. I ain't going to be uh, doing nothing all day. So, I'll get with you boys. We'll let every, we'll let y'all know if we're coming in on Sunday or Monday. But if not, either way, y'all fuck with us. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. JP, Janelle, we out of here. Outside is boxing. Peace. <laughs>